This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fans. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh, oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. This is Xander and Craig WK. And today we talk about a favorite of mine, a game that I, I, you've never played, have you? I don't think I've ever touched the game myself. It's interesting you say touch. <laughs> it is indeed. I don't know many people who have played this game, actually. It's not <laughs> like, it, and it's the weird thing is it's not like it's a hidden, like some off brand game. This is an officially uh, like released Nintendo game. Yeah, they had a different studio make it, but, right. but yeah, it is a uh, an official Nintendo game. Today, we are talking about Elite Beat Agents. I am notoriously terrible at Elite Beat or at rhythm games in general, uh, but I really, really have been charmed by this game looking yeah. into it. Uh, Elite Beat Agents uh, was released for the Nintendo DS on de- uh, November 6th. 2006, and this touchscreen rhythm game involves a shadowy government organization of dancers who get sent on missions to help people in need. It's true. They're basically cheerleaders. It's funny you say cheerleaders, Xander. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the game, uh, the reason why this game was made is because Nintendo found that the video game also to the game. Yes, a uh, rhythm game starring male cheerleaders in Japan uh, who sing and dance to you know inspire people was imported a lot. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh, uh, heavily imported outside of Japan. So Nintendo was like, well, let's just make a game like that, but for a Western audience. So they got their studio who made that game. Mm-hmm specifically to make a western style game yeah, because like a, that. Yeah, a lot of the, the cultural references and obviously the music would not have translated very well to a western audience. I knew uh, in uh, uh, the, the game, what is it? Os, uh, Osu, Totake Uendan! <laughs> yes, Totake Uendan. Uh, I knew of one band. And, and I'm kind of into J-pop and yeah. stuff and I only knew one band and it was like, oh, okay, so, you know, I, I guess it's uh, a lot of that would be lost on me. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they... Uh, uh, it's funny because, like, when you look at the game and the art, it's like, okay, it's anime style. It's, right. it's very Japanese. But it was made in Japan for the American audience. Right, which is always wonderful. Oh, it's so good. It, it's it, always good to see what they think we're like. <laughs> it reminds me almost of Earthbound in that sense, where yeah. it's sort of that, like, that like Eastern eye looking into, like, the Western culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, I so, like... You know, the, there's like so many like you know different levels or or missions in this game, right? Where like you know it, it's it's kind of American, but like all the art isn't the the gags kind of aren't. There's still right. sort of like that like Japanese style humor and stuff. I imagine it's got to be for us like it is for them watching any action movie from the '80s, like with any sort of like Asian th- themes. Like, yeah. oh, this is what they think we're like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm sure that plenty of people in like Japan saw the Karate Kid and they were like, "Wait, so like they just think all our old people are like this? Is that just what they <laughs> think?" A bunch of jerks. <laughs> these guys, these guys don't know us at all. Um, another one of my favorite examples of uh, just of the Eastern eye of, of Western culture uh-huh. is the American stage from Capcom vs. K2, where oh. you're fighting on the rooftops of what's presumably New York uh-huh. with a giant animatronic cowboy drinking beer and it mm-hmm. plays hip hop. Yeah. 
that that is a a wonderful example of like them just being like, hey, you and like some guy who's like designing levels is like, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. And they're like, uh, make an American level. Well, I've never been to America. Well, sure, I haven't. You either. haven't. <laughs> I haven't either. But you know what? Use your imagination. What are they into? Cowboys and hip hop. Good enough for me. <laughs> Sounds right. It's like the uh, <laughs> the episode of South Park where they go to uh, China for the uh, for the dodgeball finals. <laughs> and the Chinese color commentators are like, "You want to hear my impression of an American?" I'll use my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, that is not cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to Elite Beat Agents. Yes, yes. So Elite Beat Agents. Uh, let's chat about the, the gameplay a little bit. Yes. Uh, so, so, Xander, you're going to be the expert on this matter because, I, I, as I've said, I have no rhythm. I'm clumsy. I just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, let the uh, our listeners know, what are, is the, the you know, gameplay like? So the, so the game is uh, on the Nintendo DS, which, of course, famously has a touchscreen on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all... A touch there are there while the song is playing to the beat of and this is the tricky part for some songs to the beat of the song or to the rhythm of the the vocals or just random parts in the music uh-huh. uh little buttons will pop up on the screen with numbers and like there's a uh, a smaller circle that will enclose around it and as soon as it's like matched perfectly around the circle that's when you have to tap the, okay, so so if it auto like when it first appears, if you yes. hit that, so it's not going to get you as like many points. Exactly. So okay. the, the the closer you get it to the center of the circle, or rather the the perimeter of the of the original cir- the numbered circle, I should uh-huh. say, the more on beat you are and the more points you get okay and so uh, i'm sure inevitably it'll come to a point where the circle will vanish and then yes. you won't and then get you your, you yeah. miss and then everything's just a spiral down from there <laughs> this game is unforgiving like especially in some of the later levels if you're off beat a little bit and you're like you what you because your characters dance yeah so instead of being like the militaristic cheerleaders as they were in osu tatake uendan mm-hmm. in elite beat agents they went for more of a blues brothers men in black kind of like they're just in in suits oh yeah they're still goofy looking you know like as far as like their their hair is like wild and like you know different uh like the in um so there are four different difficulties there's uh beginner normal uh heavy i guess you can say and then um cheerleader or uh, uh what's it called elite beat divas elite beat divas the yeah. the highest difficulty right which is just the already highest difficulty but in reverse <laughs> so when you would what? normally go to the right you're now going to the left oh so if you've memorized the yes. game it throws you off yes. completely oh yikes yeah. and i think it's a little bit more critical on your on your taps but anyway so on the on the hard version you play agent chieftain who's like this just tall burly dude uh, with a long goatee, uh, goatee uh-huh. and like long curly hair and a cowboy hat and sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, and then the, it's different characters for every every level. But anyway, um, so yeah, you have to tap tap the numbered circles in time. There mm. are some times where you have to tap and drag. So it'll show you like a track where it's going to go. And it's like you're it looks like you're rolling a ball. Oh, OK. And sometimes you have to roll it to the end and let go at the right time. Or yeah. you have to roll it to the end and then back like you'll see little arrows. And once you once you kind of play it a little more, you're kind of used to like what you're doing. And yeah, it's not uh, not super bad, but um, it is very it's a very. It's very steep learning curve mm-hmm. at the start. And then once you kind of get into it, you're like, okay, this all makes sense. I gotcha. Um, the only other thing is occasionally there's a spinner that pops up where instead of like tapping to the right time, you just have to spin, like draw circles on your touchscreen really quick. Oh, okay. I to gotcha. fill the meter and have it filled in time for the end of the beat that it's waiting for. And then you go right back into the song. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, so uh, so if that's the gameplay, uh, I want to talk, maybe not in depth just yet, we'll, we'll get to that, but the, the just sort of the general outline here of the story. Yeah, so every, there are, I don't remember how many songs there are off the top of my head, I want to say it's close to like 15 or 20. Somewhere in that range, I think. I didn't yeah, get the exact it's not, number. It's not a ton, but it's a it's a, it's a fair amount. Um, like, like 15 to 18, something see. like that. So it start, like the soundtrack listing I have here, the, the songs start at number 6 and go down to 23, so almost 20 songs. Okay. Uh, so like 17 tracks. Uh, um, and every one has a different story attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so usually it's it's somebody who's like doing their job or living their life and then something happens and they need help. And that's when the elite beat agents come in and they just decide, hey, we're going to play some music. We're going to dance and cheer you along and everything's going to go great. 
And I, I, I think the thing that I really want to highlight here is uh, at the start of the episode, I mentioned that this is a shadowy government organization. Yes. And the reason I really think that is because at the uh, as soon as you see that the person needs help. So, yes, like, so, so the person will eventually scream, help! <laughs> and then it cuts to a TV screen. <laughs> and it's Commander Khan, this stoic looking older guy who stares at the screen and he just he, like as soon as he hears them yell help, he goes, agents are go. And he points forward and the elite beat agents, uh, which in the, the playthrough I was watching uh, because I'm terrible at the game. So I, you know, <laughs> needed the Internet to help me. Right. Uh, the the agents that show up are three dudes in like uh, uh, like men in black suits. Yeah. Like you said for the, for the three lower difficulties, they're all three dudes in in black suits. One has like a bright, like shine, like a like shiny red afro. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is uh, let's see, what are the other guys? So they're so I think the backup dancers are the same. It's the uh, the dude, the main dude that changes. Oh. So it should be uh, shiny red afro. Uh-huh. There should be uh, black dude with an afro and a hat. Yes, he like has like a, a fedora. fedora on top of the yep. afro, which looks so cool. Yes, it looks. It does look like. <laughs> It seems like stereotypical. It looks pretty rad. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> and then you probably had uh, the agent with the uh, the yellow or the blondish orange pompadour. Yeah, it was the pompadour guy was yeah. the one I was watching. Yeah, I can't remember the, his name off the top of my head. but Oh, they all I have names. Yes, even. they all have names. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, so Commander Khan sends them to wherever they need to be. And they always arrive in a ridiculous fashion, which is great. So, yes. like, uh, they, it's like they'll either jetpack in, they'll, like... Come uh, in via helicopter. Yeah, helicopter, they get dropped off. You know, there, there's so many different ridiculous ways. Uh, and when we start going through the levels and stuff, I, you know, wanted to chat a little bit about that. But, uh, yeah. I uh, so, oh, so yeah. I have the agents for you. I pulled oh, up. I yeah, yeah, have yeah. My, my DS with me because I was playing this morning <laughs> before you got here in the last couple days. So on Breezen difficulty, which uh-huh. is the easiest difficulty, you have Agent BA5, a.k.a. Spin. BA5, a.k.a. Spin. Yep, who basically looks like they ripped uh, Will Smith out of the Men in Black movie and then gave him some headphones. Oh, okay. Uh, on cruising difficulty, which is two, uh-huh. uh, you have Agent BA2, a.k.a. J, which is also pretty much ripped from <laughs> yeah, uh, Men in Black, Black as Agent J. <laughs> uh, sweating difficulty, you have Agent BA1 Chieftain, uh, who is again the... <laughs> yeah, we talked about him. The, the goat, or actually, it looks like... Uh, no, it's a goatee because he's got long sideburns, but... Yeah, that's that's Agent Chieftain. Oh, okay. He almost looks like... Uh, he has like a look like Lemmy Killmeister A little almost. bit, yeah. Uh, and then Hard Rock is the Elite Beat Divas, where the entire team changes and you're straight up cheerleaders. Oh. This is more inspired by um, Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. that I can see that. Yeah. And the whole Agents Argo is is akin to Thunderbirds Argo or a NASA launch. You know? Oh, yeah. So those are the uh, the different levels of difficulties in the agents that you have. So I... Uh so I wanted to highlight a, a few of the, at least a few of the levels. Yes. I, I have some notes on quite almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's a like a like the first level is uh, uh, a babysitter who wants to go steady with a football player, mm-hmm. and so uh, the she she has the day off and she's about to like confess to this guy that she she likes him and that they should go steady, and the mom that she works for drives to her, knocks out the door, throws her kids inside. And she's like, all right then. Thanks, bye. <laughs> and the boyfriend or soon to be boyfriend is like, listen, either these kids settle down or I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And then she screams, no. And help. then the yeah, help. That's what it is. And, and it's H-E-E-A-A-L-P or something. <laughs> so it's, there's an A in the word help for some reason. Like they're going, help. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. And I love that it it is designed for a Western audience. The babysitter and the right. like, the football player. It's so cliche, but it's still so Japanese with like yes. the, the 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 situations anime expressions. that come up. Yes. Yeah, I. Uh, and yeah, the the agents send in the or, or Commander Khan sends in the elite beat agents, and uh, uh, and they sing and dance. Uh, to, now for that one, it's the song of Walkie Talkie Man. By stereogram, right? I believe so. Yeah. I uh, now I uh, when I first saw that level when I was going through the game, I was like, okay, so this is going to be pretty simple stuff. But the next level is a movie director. Yes. Uh, I don't remember his first name. His last name is Silver Screen. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very, very punny kind of name. Yeah. Uh, now to the song of uh, some 41s makes no difference to yep. me, right? Uh, he's about to get fired if this movie doesn't succeed. And so he has to direct this movie really well. Mm-hmm. And there's like, it's Meowzilla is the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Meowzilla, and but like there's there's plays on like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a uh, uh, like a desert chase scene where the guy has to like get his wife back or something. It's like because it's him in a white suit and yeah. like a woman in a bridal. Like dress. the first thing he he tells them to kiss right on time, and then oh yeah yeah. So that's the other really cool thing, and I'm sure we'll get deeper into this as we get to levels I'm I've played more recently and uh-huh. can remember all the things. Um, so the songs are broken up into chunks. So you have normally it's like the first chorus or the first verse and then the chorus. Yeah. And then, so you, you play for a little bit and then you either succeed that section or you fail that section. And depending on how you did, something different will happen in the cinematic. Um, and so there's usually like three to four sections in every song. Yeah, that's what I was finding. There's like roughly three or four. Yeah. So uh, I don't re- recall what happens when you fail in this song, because when I played it yesterday, I, I succeeded all the way through, <laughs> right. which lucky me, because <laughs> um, again, this game is unforgiving. I, I also played the last level and it took me probably 40 minutes to get through it. Wow. Because I was like, I just you, you get to certain su- sections and you trip up and it's like, nope, I can't. So anyway, I think uh, <laughs> when he tells them to kiss, they just completely biff it and they like miss or they hit one another or something it's it's always something pretty ridiculous uh-huh um so anyway continue with uh what's going on with silver screen oh yeah so uh after that there's like the desert chase scene yep uh where he has to get this uh this his wife or girlfriend or whoever it is uh you know away from like bandits or something it's like a like an old-time western kind of thing uh on top of that i uh, uh let's see uh, Meowzilla attacks. Yep, which is a giant cat monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just so utterly ridiculous. After that, I was just like, okay, so this game is just going to be totally over mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch the level with uh, Jamiroquai's canned heat? Uh, so let's see the canned heat level. That was the one with that's the uh, one with the lazy air to the to the car <laughs> company. <laughs> that one where he's a ninja. Yeah. So. Uh, you have a lazy heir to a to a car company, and the dad's like, "Someone has stolen our plans." He's like, "Well, why did you call the police?" He goes, "Are you dumb? This is top secret." Yeah, he like hits him when yeah. he does it. It's it's very like the the Japanese style of comedy and yeah. stuff. You know, it's it's really over the top. And he says, "Use your ninja skills, and go." We know the company that took it, and go get the plans back. And so uh, he's like, "Ninja skills." He like gets tossed an outfit. He's like, I, "He's like a pudgy little like." <laughs> He's this little short guy. He's like 20, I think, because they give ages to everybody. I think he's like 24, and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Help! <laughs> and in comes the helicopter. The elite beat agents come down on a rope ladder, uh-huh. <laughs> and they they talk him, th- they, they dance and cheer him through it. I, I love the fact that, like, somebody was like, hey, we need a Japanese level, because every video game made in Japan has a Japanese right. level. And they're like, well, how does America view us? Well, they think we're all ninjas. ninjas. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. So that, that one's great, because you start off, uh, I think the first obstacle you have to do is there are dogs coming after you. And oh, yeah. He either pulls up a brick blanket to cover himself perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they sneak past, like, oh, I guess I didn't hear anything. Or he can't get it around himself, and he's, like, got it in his mouth trying to cover his body, and the dogs <laughs> catch him and bite him. And the next, great. he comes up to a lock, and he either, like, slices his way through the lock, uh-huh. or he slices and, like, runs downstairs and gives a wink to the couple that's, like, making out in the stairway for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Or he cuts the lock, but also shreds his clothes in the process, <laughs> and is, like, running down the hallway naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's so and what's even better is depending on how well you do in that level like um so i think there are three sections and then the finale mm-hmm. and if you like fail if you succeed in all three sections the car at the end is this crazy tricked out like samurai cadillac uh-huh. and if you don't it's like a jalopy or like whatever else <laughs> that's amazing yeah i uh, yeah the i uh, uh, one of the levels I did also want to uh, uh, talk about is uh, kind of a depressing one. Oh yes. So I uh, the to the song of uh, what is it? You're my inspiration. You're the inspiration by Chicago. The level uh, Christmas gift. Yeah. So in this, uh, typically somebody cries out for help, and in- yeah, it's usually a situation that can be fixed. Mm-hmm. 
And so at the start of this, like, you know, like before the mission starts, this little girl is like talking to her dad and her dad's like, or the little girl's like, dad, you're going to be home for Christmas, right? Because uh, he's going on like a business trip. And it's like the mom, the daughter and the dad. And the dad's like, yeah, honey, I promise I'll be back. By bring, Christmas. Yeah, by Christmas, I'll bring you a gift. And he walks off. Six months later. And the little girl's like, Mom, like, where's... Or- Daddy's going to be home soon, right? And the mom flips out. Oh, she does! Just forget about Daddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm having a hard time, too. He's not. He's gotten into an accident, and he's not coming back. We have to forget about him. Like, in what world do you forget about your deceased loved ones? Right! And to top it off, it's like, this is elite mean agents. What happened? Yeah. Why was there such a 90-degree turn? <laughs> And so Commander Khan watches this, and the little girl doesn't cry for help. And Commander Khan is just like, "Go, go!" He does I think he's got a tear in his eye. (laughs) Commander Khan sends out the elite beat agents, and here they come to dance at this little girl's house. (laughs) Daddy's dead. Like, I like I appreciate the 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 cheering you on, and like everybody wants somebody to be like, "Hey, man, you're doing a great job." That always helps. But if I was in mourning. And three adult men in what looked to be costumes start dancing like like almost too aggressively for the song that's playing. It's very aggressive. I would just be like, get out of my house. What are you doing? Get out of here. I've been boarding. Get out. Uh, so, yeah, the the and I won't bother to go through the. the, the oh, yes, we will. Oh, we will. Yes, oh. because this is probably the most memorable level for the differences in what happened. Okay, so the first part is them uh, they, cleaning. The, oh, his, they like, bake study, a cake. Right? Oh, that's right. The, the first is baking a cake. Uh, and so if you do well, they they lay the cake down, they light the candles, like, happy birthday, Dad, like, we miss you. And the the windows open and the wind gently blows in and the and the candles blow out. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's here. Like, he's still with us. Uh-huh. Um, if they mess that up, uh-huh. the wind violently blows in. <laughs> And blows the cake onto the family, and they're just like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> so after that, <laughs> they're like cleaning his office, and um, they find his diary, and they open it up. And if you do well, uh, then this is my favorite one. If you do well, it's a picture of, of the, mo- the mom and the daughter. Like, oh, he, he's always looked out for us, and like... It's just like a happy picture of them. They're like, oh, oh it's this like is- the whole family, right? No, it's just the mom and oh, the daughter. Oh, just the mom and the daughter. And they're like, oh, like this is so wonderful. Like he was always thinking about us, even when he was working or you know whatever. Uh huh. But if you fail, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a picture of the dad uh-huh. wearing nothing but a speedo and flexing all of his muscles. <laughs> and the mom and dad are just like, or the mom and the daughter are just like, oh, we shouldn't have looked in here. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's wonderful. And the next one is the, the the daughter's having a dream where she's like walking after her ghostly father. And if you do well, he turns around and gives her a smile and she wakes up. It's like, I got to be brave for dad. Uh-huh. But if you fail, then he disappears and the daughter wakes up and just crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and the, what's even better, I almost forgot about this, is if you fail, something happens. Yeah. So if you succeed in the song, like they're all like, oh, it's his memory. Like if they, sh- they show the ghostly dad walking back and there's like they find a gift and it was a teddy bear. For oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you fail, uh-huh. it like goes much later. It's like 10 years later or something like that. And the mom is still like bereft and the daughter's just jaded. And she's like, we've got to move out of this house. <laughs> when are we leaving? We can't stay here anymore. <laughs> That's so horrible. I love it. <laughs> Oh, God, that is amazing. This game is so, it's so ridiculous, but I, I just, it's so good at the same time. Yeah. I, uh, another uh, uh, thing I thought was kind of funny is there's a, and, and we don't have to go through the whole thing, but there's like a mission where like some celebrities get washed up on a desert island or whatever. And uh, it's like, it's sort of a play on like the, like Kardashians and Paris Hilton yeah. and all that stuff, you know. And uh, but the when the mission starts, Commander Khan is in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it was like they're on vacation. Yeah. Uh, so like and if you if you if your combined score reaches a certain amount, three bonus levels open up. Oh, uh, where you get I believe it's uh, ABC by the Jackson Five, uh, Survivor by Destiny's Child, and uh, Believe by Share. I think those are the three bonus levels. 
Oh, I could be yeah. wrong about the Jackson Five. I didn't see all the levels. I did see the uh, share level. Uh, it's uh, a woman wanting to be a dancer. Yeah. I uh, yeah. So I uh, I uh, like. Th- there's a, a a surprisingly large amount of of like content to the game missions and stuff. Yeah. When you think, and the the only other one that I remember from the bonus levels is the the Survivor by Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. When you think of that song, what do you think the level is about? Survivor by Destiny's Child. Let me, let me Child. just go ahead and read your mind. You're thinking it's about a guy who owns a restaurant that serves peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that has to fight off bad food, right? Because um, that's what happens. <laughs> I don't know if that's he's what got, I was At thinking. one point, he's got a Tommy gun that's filled with peanuts, and he's shooting them. <laughs> I just imagine Diddy Kong with a peanut gun from Smash Brothers. No, you need to imagine like the stereotypical football coach. Like, gigantic frame... <laughs> Flat top, shoot like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> shooting a peanut Tommy gun at you. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yes. Unless you have a peanut allergy, in which case it's just as deadly as bullets. Yes. I. Uh, so did you? Uh, I. I feel like there's there's not really a lot to spoil in the game, but did you want to talk about like the last level a little bit? Yeah. So you're uh, you've uh, again the whole the whole game is people these these cheerleaders the the elite beat agents coming down and uh-huh. playing music and dancing to inspire you to greatness. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the sky opens up and the Romulans come down. A play on the Romulans from right. Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they hate music. And they're taking over Earth, and the first thing they say is, there's no more music, music is outlawed, and if you listen to music, or if you have any sort of music in you, you're turned to stone. Mm -hmm. So they start turning all the people in the world to stone, except for, coincidentally enough, the people who the Elite Beat agents have helped. (laughs) What a wonderful coincidence. And so they're like in captivity like it's, yeah they're in like a like a camp yes it's kind of twisted um and they're all just like locked up like this is awful we can't do this anymore uh-huh. and there was a level earlier with a baseball player and the baseball player i think his name was hulk oh yeah he's like a washed up baseball player who protected a child at a an amusement park from like a giant gola monster yeah sounds like an average wednesday <laughs> yeah I'm pretty uh, so he finally gives up he's like this is ridiculous we have to do something and he cries out for help and then everybody else is like yeah, that's right. We have to try it. And they all scream for help. And then the elite beat agents come in and they're going to dance their butts off. (laughs) (laughs) And the people in captivity are like, these people must be, these aliens must be afraid of music. So they, they learn to dance and fight back. (laughs) The song that plays here is Huba Stanks without a fight. And it's a bad song. It's not, it's not (laughs) a good song. And it also doesn't lend itself to the elite beat agent style of like, uh, gameplay because I feel like they tr- it, like once I figured out the rhythm it was like okay the, I can I can get through this but it still took me probably 20 to 30 minutes to get through this level last night yikes I mean because I mean it's a, it's the penultimate level so it's it's already going to be the difficulty is going to be ramped up of course uh-huh. but then with the games unforgiving like no it's like a sliding scale as soon as you mess up mess up like I said your your bar across the top is like a yes section a no section and then a you're dead section <laughs> But once you trip up, it's hard to build up, build back up. Yeah. You have to really be on top of your game, like getting it almost perfect in a a long streak to get back to a good position. Otherwise, the game is just constantly like, I'm doing the thing. It's like, that's cool. Your meter's still going down. I don't know what you're going to do about it. (laughs) Hey, you know, that's great. I'm glad you're trying, but uh, you're still going to fail. But yeah, there's no, there's, there's hardly ever, um, it's like the scream rap kind of stuff that Hoobastag does. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you could hear the song, and we're not going to play this one because I really don't like it, um, but give Hoobastags without a fight a, a quick listen and just try to imagine playing a, a rhythm game to it that's not Guitar Hero. Yeah. And it's, I, a, little, it's a little tough. Now, the uh, uh, after that, though, the aliens have had enough. Yes, and they just blast down a beam that freezes the elite beat agents. Turns them to stone. Turns them right to stone. And then everybody's like cries out like agents. <laughs> I can't tell me how many times I heard agents at the beginning of the level because I failed at Jumpin' Jack Flash a million times. Yeah, by the Rolling Stones. That's the last uh, song. But they so they're turned to stone and and the people are like this can't this can't be happening. So they the little girl Lucy from uh, the Christmas gift episode right right start like starts to cry a little bit and she goes no E B A. E B A, E B A, and everybody starts to chant with her, and they just keep going E B A, and the agents break out, and they're not going down, <laughs> like Hoobastank says, without a fight, and they go jumping Jack Flash. Wise words from Hoobastank. Yes, I. 
and they uh, they knock back the aliens and the world is saved. It's interesting to me that there's there's so many references and they they take so many nods from different things like different references like Indiana Jones and the movie director mm-hmm. level stuff like that. Uh, the the very idea of aliens that hate music has been done in other sci-fi things like uh, Robotech, the Macross series. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the whole premise of like the first saga of of Macross, which became Robotech in America, uh, the Zentradi alien race uh, oh, comes in. Yep, <laughs> yep. They 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 come in and they don't understand emotion. So music and song freaks them out. They have no idea what to do with it. And so uh, the final battle is they. They have a J-pop artist singing, mm-hmm. and the final battle goes on, and they transfer that music into all the alien spaceships, and they can't deal with it, <laughs> and they just get totally wrecked. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, uh, kind of what that reference is, and it's it's just it's such an amazing game, considering that like Nintendo went to the studio and they're like, hey, you you have this game, and it's about like these cheerleaders, and they sing songs to pet people up, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? And they're like, well, we want you to make it for the West. And they're like, well, should we like do the same thing? Like, you know, cheerleaders? No, no. Make them government agents. Yes. And they eventually have to fight aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We can do that. <laughs> and uh, make them a government organization that eventually has to fight aliens who hate music. Oh, you mean like Macross? <laughs> no. Like Robotech. <laughs> What? <laughs> Robo what? <laughs> Just imagine that's like an email fight that's going back and forth. You mean Macross. No, it's Robotech. No, there's Roy Falker. <laughs> yeah, that's Macross. That's Macross. No, I'm pretty sure it's Robotech, dude. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I remember the Robotech cartoon, buddy. Listen, I know that you guys got your anime in Japan and it's supposed to be cool and Listen, stuff, you, but we had Robotech. And your Japanimation. <laughs> It's it's anime, sir. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I saw the Sci-Fi Channel was when I was a kid. It's Japanimation. So, sorry, you're Toonami. <laughs> so, so Xander, we have to talk about the music. But before I thought we were going to talk about the artwork. Oh, I mean, just kidding. It's a rhythm game. Of course, we're talking about the music. <laughs> So, before we chat about the music, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow. I'm here to talk to you about Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming, gives you gaming history, and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there. And it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. Issues come out once every other month. Plus, a website full of even more razzle-dazzle. And it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit OldSchoolGamer.com and subscribe now. So this game soundtrack is 17 tracks long, not including all the intros, outros, uh, mm-hmm. mission fails, and, and whatnot. So we're going to listen to every single song. I mean, I'm not entirely <laughs> opposed so that we can listen to at least a few of the songs I really like in yes. this. Um, so uh, actually, the first one up is is a pick of yours. Oh, nice. So let me pull it up here. We got... Uh, T.C. Moses is the name of the guy who covered the song. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but what is the actual song in the real band? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. And this this level, I don't know if you watched this one, uh, was a young boy who was excited for the weekend so he can because his, mo- his mother... That was my favorite one! <laughs> his mother's a, uh, a weather reporter, and uh, she has the weekend off. He's like, this is great, we're going to have a picnic. And then she goes into work and she has to report the weather for the weekend. It's going to rain. I love that the director is like behind the camera with a sign. It's just 100% rain. And she she kind of like hesitates. Yeah. And because she's she like, knows her son's going to be at home watching and is going to flip out if they can't go on this, this picnic. <laughs> she's like, I guarantee that it is going to be sunny. It's going to be sunny or my name isn't whatever her name was. It's like Sophie. Yeah. It's had like a pun in her name, I think. I don't remember what it is. And so she has to fight the weather. Yes. And she inspires people in their apartment buildings, like their high-rise apartment buildings, to lean out their windows with fans to blow the clouds away. She gets jet fighters to come and swoop (laughs) through to clear the clouds. It's ridiculous. She has a vacuum to suck up the rain clouds. It's so stupid. I love it. It's true. And I don't know what this has to do with the song September, but I'm so glad it was in the game. (laughs) Right? So uh, here is T.C. Moses uh, covering September by Earth, Wind, and Fire.
I love this song. It is. I, if I had to make a list of my top 10 favorite songs of all time, I'm pretty sure this would be in the top 10, maybe even top five. You know, if my daughter, my 15 month year old daughter, Helen, were to make a list of her top five favorite songs of all time, September is there. In nice. fact, just this morning, I put I have the, the Earth, Wind and Fire Greatest Hits album, uh-huh. put it on the record player. And I always go right to September. So it's like got a little bit of a fade out of a song that she's like, oh, and then she'll like clap for it. Uh-huh. And then when that she just starts bouncing, <laughs> she dances to the song. All Like if it's it doesn't matter what when it is, she'll start dancing to the song. She loves this song. It is an amazing song. It, it is one of my favorites of all time. I really I really like it. So so what do we have next? Though, well, actually, I want, oh, I've yeah? got a little bit more to say about oh, yeah. about this particular song uh, and my experience with Elite Beat Agents and all that. Yeah. So. Um, in January of 2007, uh-huh. I think it was January 13th, I bought an Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Lost Planet, because that had just come out. Uh-huh. And I think Dead Rising and Elite Beat Agents. And then I took a vacation from work. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, July 14, or, uh, January 14th is when my second niece and my goddaughter was born. So I like had I was like, oh, I'm going to go home and play my Xbox. It's like, oh, but I'm probably also going to spend a lot of time at the hospital because for some reason I thought it was appropriate for me to go and just sit at the hospital while my sister-in-law gave birth. For some reason, I just sat in the waiting room because I'm a weirdo. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's what like TV and movies have yeah, told us has I to guess. happen. But I but mean, I, it really. I, yeah. I remember when we had our daughter, I was like, yeah, I don't want to like we called people afterwards like, oh, yeah, kids here. <laughs> Come on. Like that way. There's no like awkward like. You know, we're already stressing enough with like, oh, this whole thing is going to happen. We also want to have to worry about the people in the waiting room. Right. Um, So anyway, I'm sitting in the waiting room at the hospital playing Uh Elite Beat Agents all night. (laughs) Um, But when I got back to work, this like I don't think I had had if I had heard the song September before it was in passing and I didn't think anything of it. Uh But this was probably my first real introduction to the song was playing it through Elite Beat Agents. And I remember going I worked at uh, Circuit City at the time like this, like 2000 RIP Circuit City, right? From like 2005 to like 2008 ish, I feel was like my heyday for video games. Uh-huh. Like that's when I was living. I mean, I was living at home. I was, had a full time job. Yeah, and I did, all my disposable income went to buying whatever video games I wanted. Right, like it was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love having a wife and a daughter now. It's great too. But but man, all that disposable income. Right, it was wonderful. Um, so I, I would like walk around and I'd say, oh, this game's on sale or it's clearanced out. Like I'll buy it before anybody else gets the chance. Um, but having played Elite Beat Agents for my entire vacation time, which again, didn't have to take a vacation, but I did because I just bought an Xbox. <laughs> um, I got back to work and I went to the R&B section and I picked up Earth, Wind and & Fire and I went to go and check out, you know, like it was like an employee purchase at the end of the night. I was like, hey, I want to buy the CD. And they're like, I remember distinctly the the younger uh, like person that was working at the, the, the checkout was like, why are you buying this? I was like, Cause it's got a song on there I really like. Yeah, it's uh, from the I bought a the Elite Beat Agents video game and it's a rhythm game and they have this song in there and I really liked it. She's like, "You're buying this because of a song in a video game? That's really weird." I was like, "How is it any different than hearing a song on the radio?" That you it's really- the same. Yeah. It is exact. In fact, but it's- because it was from a video game, they thought it was weird. That is that's so. Ugh. Yeah, and I and I, my my opinion of that particular cashier never got much higher (laughs) she was a good good enough person we'd you know joke around whatever but i was like that's weird that you think i'm weird for buying this i'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life for some reason (laughs) i'm gonna talk about that on a podcast one of these days you just watch (laughs) or listen um so yeah that's my whole thing with this game and and how i've got to appreciate the song so much anyway the next song is another song that i really like yeah uh, even before the game and so i was super thrilled that it was in here and we talked about it already. It's from the Japanese level where you're uh, playing the, the lazy air who's also surprise a ninja. But yeah, Can't Heat by Jamiroquai. Fans of Napoleon Dynamite may remember this. Yeah. 
The only drawback to this version of the song is that it cuts out giant chunks of the song. It does, yeah. Can't Heat by Jamiroquai is a kind of a long song. It's, I think it's like five or six minutes. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's got some length to it. Uh, but yeah, just I love that song. It is a really good song. Uh, the last song that we have for you is, uh, we talked about earlier, is You're the Inspiration. By Chicago. By Chicago or by Julianne Miranda. Well, thank you, Julianne. Yeah. Uh, this is another song that I'd heard before, but like didn't you know pay yeah. much attention to, and I certainly didn't recognize it until it gets to the the chorus, which you know has been in a bunch of things. Oh sure, sure. Uh, but this song had a lasting impact on me, and I'll point out why as we're listening to it. There's a certain part, and even as I go back and play the game recently, like uh-huh. I played the uh, there's a Let's Dance by David Bowie. There yeah. are certain things that like kick out in the song that I remember or like certain beats that I as like as I'm playing. Like, oh, yeah, I remember the rhythm to this perfectly. It's like <laughs> last action podcast has mentioned, like watching a movie that you've not seen in years, being able to go back and like recite the, the dialogue because you've seen it so many times. Yeah. It was the same thing. Like I haven't played Elite Beat Agents in probably let's see. The game is 13 years old now. It's probably been eight or nine years since i played it last wow and it's still like it's like riding a bike you can just remember remember the certain beats <laughs> but uh you're the inspiration there's a there's something that's in this version of the song that i thought was uh, that when anytime i hear it on the radio now i'm like where's that part because i just expect it to be there because of this game huh and i don't know if it's in this ver if it's on the recording or if it's actually part of the gameplay but anyway we'll listen to it and i'll see if i can point it out for you It is only in when you play the game. Really? The kind of love to last forever. To kind of keep you on beat, the game has like this little beat that goes do 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 and it's like I thought it was in the actual song, but it's not because interesting. This sounds a little more true to the original Chicago version. metronome is not in there because i when i hear the song i always expect it to be there because of this game that's interesting it's funny that you don't think about that metronome in other songs that you already know because the metronome isn't it's not as prominent i'll show you after we're done recording because i don't want to like pull it out like watch me play this game over (laughs) recording now (laughs) i mean if you get a chance to go on youtube and watch you know because you can save your replays and that's how people usually upload but if you can watch somebody playing the song, you'll hear that. It's a very distinct, like, out loud, out loud metronome. Oh. So, but uh, that's going to do it for our little taste of the soundtrack. Again, it's a wonderful soundtrack. I mean, there's there are some duds. Yeah, there's, well, there's a few in there that are like, it's just like, wow, how did this make it in? This so, is weird. Yeah, so there's uh, Walkie Talkie Man. Um, let me actually pull up my separate notes. It has the artist and everything. Stereograms, Walkie Talkie Man, Some 41s Make No Difference, Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. That's the taxi level, right? Yeah. That was weird. Uh, Freddie Mercury slash Queens, I Was Born to Love You, uh, which I I remember not liking that level very much. I, I mean, I love Queen, yeah. uh, but like without Freddie Mercury's voice, it's just not the same. Yeah. Stray Cats, Rock This Town. Pretty cool song. Deep Purple, Highway Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Village People YMCA, which is another great level. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. Jamiroquai Can't Heat. Uh, Madonna, Material Girl. Uh, Ashley Simpson, La La. Chicago, You're the Inspiration. David Bowie, Let's Dance. Good Charlotte's the Anthem. Hoobastank, Without a Fight. Rolling Stones, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Shares Believe, The Jackson 5, ABC, and Destiny Child Survivor. Yeah, there's there's a few songs in there that it's just like, oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Mostly just because of all the other songs, you know, but I... Uh, it's a weird mix of like 70s <laughs> like rock and disco and then all of a sudden like 2000s pop. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird jump. Yeah. I uh, but uh 
Is there any final parting thoughts that you have about uh, Elite Beat Agents, though, uh, Xander? If you can try the game out, if you like rhythm games, definitely play it. I feel like it's one of the most underrated uh, rhythm games, especially for something that was like so mainstream. Like yeah. this is part of Nintendo's Touch Generations game, which included like Brain Age, Big Brain Academy, mm-hmm. a bunch of like Clubhouse games, like a bunch of games. And, then, and that was maybe a year or two after the Nintendo DS came out and it like really kind of hit its stride. It got yeah. really popular and there was just hit after hit coming out. And mm-hmm. this one just kind of got pushed to the wayside because it's a weird rhythm game. Yeah. But it's really, it's, it's a really good game. And even like you said, you don't like rhythm games. You're not very good at them. But the, I'm assuming the YouTube videos really were charming for you. They were, yeah. I, I thought that it was a really funny game. Uh, uh, it pulls on the heartstrings, like with the the Christmas level and yeah. stuff. It's like it's crazy, you know. I I think that uh, for for any of our listeners who are into rhythm games, it's definitely worth tracking down. Absolutely. But uh, that's it for Elite Beat Agents. We'll uh, jump into our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. So from a wonderful, underrated, no one really played very much of it rhythm game to an awful, I don't know if anybody really played this. Nobody should play it. I rhythm game. I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something to you here, uh, Xander. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The glitch made us play Spice World. He sure for did. PlayStation. And I'm thinking about murdering the glitch. Yeah. Uh, I was excited. I was like, oh sweet. Like, I mean, the Spice Girls are like. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Like some of the songs are actually like, yeah, I can kind of dance along to this. Like, the, that there's there's kind of a there's not really a. I don't know. There's there's very little gray area for the Spice Girls. You either like are into them or you're like, no, I hate everything about it. My sister played that stinking CD from the Spice Girls over and over and over again on repeat. I heard that accursed song from the Spice Girls so many times. So many times. Yeah. <laughs> And this game is terrible. It's not even like it's a rhythm game that uses the Spice Girls. And that's what I was hoping for. It like it has like weird mini games. Yeah. Where you like assemble the songs, but like You're basically making your own music videos and like chopping up the Spice Girl songs and like putting them in whatever order you want and hoping it flows. And then trying to make them dance to it so that you can then film. So that's weird, like there's this whole menu system for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to go like choose the song and then you mix the song the way you want it. And then you have them dance to it and you dress them up and you do this, but you can't do them out of order. Like it's, it'll, you try to, at least I tried to. And it's like, no, you have to go back. You don't, you can't mm-hmm. dance because you don't have a song yet. Well then why make that option available? Let's have me like, choose otherwise it's just confusing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it wasn't, I was determined you, and you'll see in the, in the we post this on on YouTube. I was determined to figure this game out. I had had enough. I know you did, but Chops and I were having some fun with it. <laughs> oh my god this this game is just a a a, a blight upon humanity and it's so sad because i know that what happened was is some guy went into like the the spice girls dressing room and was like hey do you want to be in a video game and they were like no and they were the guy was like we'll drive a a dump truck full of money up to your place and they were like yes we will be in a video game and that that's it it's just it's it's this crappy cash grab of a game yeah it really was it is it is atrocious it's not even a game. Yeah, it really isn't. I, on the 8-bit scale, Xander, I'm giving this a 1 out of 8. That's generous. It's very generous, <laughs> but it's as low as I can go. Yeah, I think I would, I mean, and we're not spending nearly as much time on this as other retro relapses because there's really nothing to talk about there's, other than how bad it was. The music no was good. Play. I enjoyed the music. I would almost argue against the music, even if you like the Spice Girls, because it's like a lot of it is you listening to like parts of the song disjointedly and trying yeah, to assemble them. That's fair. So like it's it doesn't even really appeal to Spice Girls fans. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's got it's definitely got a a, a, a half of a point. Can we go lower than one? I mean, I'm sure we can give something a zero. Oh, then I would give this a zero. 
if I'm allowed to give this a zero on the 8-bit scale, which I thought was one to eight, but if I can go zero to eight, which becomes nine. I guess we never, we'll have to, we'll have to have a team meeting about this. I, I feel like we're going to have to have a discussion. I think the glitch gave a game a 0.5 before, and I didn't know if it was allowed, but I wasn't going to uh, fight him on let's, it. Let's, let's go with our guts and be safe. Let's get to one. Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll say it is as low as you can go a one out of eight. Yep. However, if we change the rules and we're allowed to give games a zero, we're going to retroactively yes. give this game a zero. This, this was just straight up awful. It was so bad. It, it made me sad. It hurt my soul. What's left of it. Yep. So we're going to move on from that. Let's 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 get to something that's fun. How about our opening music theme bracket? If you think this is fun, I got bad news for you. Oh, yeah. We have a very tough choice ahead of us. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so in our opening music bracket this week, we have the opening theme from Final Fantasy IX. I really like that song. A uh, Place to Return Someday or A Place to Call Home. Uh, Nobuo Uematsu. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, of course, composed by Nobuo Uematsu. Um, I love this song. It is a, a very kind of like somber, simple song, but I really enjoy it. So here's uh, A Place to Return Someday. kind of has like a whimsical sort of sorrow almost to it it's 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 kind of an i really think it's an interesting song i really like it yeah i've always appreciated like this was their big thing about final fantasy 9 when it came out was the crystals are back yeah and and while it didn't really show too prominently in the game not and at really. least not until the final quarter of the game yeah like it was a return to form because mm-hmm. you had final fantasy you know six seven and eight that just kind of like we're not going to even talk about the crystals. Like, oh, even yeah, though no. they were like big deals and all the other ones, just nah, never again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just sort of, you know, put them on the back burner and forgot about them. And they went to more of like a steampunk, like mm-hmm. industrial style. And then Final Fantasy VIII was a lot more modern. Oh, very futuristic almost. Yeah. And then Final Fantasy IX was just like, we're going to harken back to the time of fantasy. We're going to go back to these, yeah. these four elemental crystals. And I think this song, like if you're loading up the game, like I'm ready to go back. Like this does have a very old timey feel to it. Oh, yeah. Very, very medieval. It sets the stage for the entire game. Yeah. They they do a really good job of doing that. Nobuo Yamatsu, I mean, always does great work. Yeah. Uh, Now, contending with it, Xander, is is a really heavy hitter. Yes. This is it. This is going to be a very tough decision because as much as that the song for Final Fantasy nine, like reaches in and like really grabs you in a, in a place mm-hmm. that sounds weird <laughs> that this does. next song is like just it's iconic yeah like i, w- I mean i wouldn't be surprised if this goes all the way to the end oh uh, yeah but i it's would a not tough be decision surprised for me we yeah, got it's, uh, it's... uh our friend koji kondo's one his masterpiece is like one day masterpiece wasn't it oh yeah he he completed this song in a day because he was originally going to use another song found out it was like copyrighted it was like oh crap oh crap oh crap so this is the intro to the legend of zelda
It's it's so good. It is. And there is a lot of nostalgia for this song that I have. Uh, the It just really, really, you know, kind of tugs on the heartstrings for me. Uh, just all the memories I have of The Legend of Zelda and stuff. So uh, it, this is a tough one. I, yeah, uh, I uh, feel like I... I take this song for granted. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's a it's a fantastic song, but I still part of me is like I like the Final Fantasy IX song better. Really? But I don't know if I actually do. You know, because like, you kind of take it for granted. Like, like it's sort of like, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, that's great. But check this one out. You know, <laughs> it's it'll be interesting to see how they uh, contend with each other because they both have that fantasy flair to them. Yes. You know, uh, no pun intended, of course, for Final Fantasy. But uh, uh, yeah, they have that uh, uh, medieval fantasy kind of thing yeah. going on. I mean, we've got the two. I mean, arguably the two most popular and beloved video game composers going head to head on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that it gets more beloved than Koji Kondo and Nobuo Yamatsu. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, an interesting fight uh, to see. And, and you know, the songs are are composed and made very, very far apart, you yeah. know, in I time. Mean, you're you're and looking at, a, at a, like a 12-year span. A 12-year span? If and not longer. <laughs> I could be doing the math wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. Because what, be. 86 to, two, oh, yeah, 14. Yeah, about 14 yeah, 14 years. year difference. Uh, and to top it off. Koji Kondo made his song in a day. I don't know how much time Nobuo Yamatsu took on that half song, but <laughs> only a half hour. Crazy. Yeah, I, I did the research. It's half an hour. Only a half hour. It's it's he, he, he beat Koji Kondo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh it, it'll be an interesting uh, match there. I. Uh, now, uh, Xander, before we uh, wrap things up, I did want to uh, let our listeners know about uh, what we have going on on Patreon these days. Yeah. So uh, for one dollar. For Patreon, mm-hmm. you can uh, get an extra vote on our music bracket. Yeah, and you also get early access to the retro relapse videos, and we have those videos uh, release. Um, on top of uh, your vote for through Patreon, you can also go to our Twitter uh, at Legend of Retro GZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get an extra vote, you can go to our Facebook and join our Discord. Yeah, so we have a lot of different ways you can vote on uh, uh, your songs. It used to only be Facebook, and we started opening it up and spreading it out to different uh, 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 places because not everyone has a Facebook account. Maybe not everyone has Twitter, you know, et yep. cetera. Uh, but uh, on top of that, for $5 a month, our listeners, if they want to support the show, get access to Game Shark. You do. Our monthly special where we uh, chat about different topics, uh, we we do rhythm of retros, we do a whole bunch yeah. of different stuff on that. Uh, and I feel we need to make a quick a little tiny baby apology because we had uh, some issues pop up uh, either with the studio or just other episodes going up. So we missed March, but we will have two for you this in April. Yeah, yeah. We are going to be uh, making sure that uh, uh, anything that was missed previously is going up, of course. So, yeah. uh, so I do apologize time- for that. Uh, luckily, we're part of the Games of the Media Network, so there are a ton of other shows and other goodies you get for being a Patreon subscriber. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... You know, you missed out on a little bit, but we'll get those up for you as soon as we can get them up there yep. for you. We uh, had some technical difficulties, but we will uh, make sure to uh, take care of things and uh, uh, get you that content as soon as possible. And in fact, uh, that might, content might even be already available by the time this episode airs. Absolutely. So you got your apology <laughs> if, you, if you even needed one. But uh, our sincerest thanks goes to all of you for listening, all of our Patreon subscribers for continuing to support the the network. Um and we just we can't do this stuff without you guys, you know, helping us out. So yeah, it means a lot. Yeah. So uh, do you have any uh, parting thoughts before we head out? Agents I, are I heard, go. Yes, I was gonna say I heard a cry for help somewhere. <laughs> I think you and I need to go put on our tuxedos and go dance somewhere. We do. So we'll see y'all next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues.